Ladies and gentlemen, <coughs> welcome to another episode, segment, whatever y'all want to call this, of Enough is Enough. Now, what y'all got to understand is this. I've been doing a lot of what you want to call it, sports, you know, previews, reviews, synopsises from games. But today we're going to delve into my take on some social issues. We're going to get real here because it's time to get real. Okay. Now, the only reason I say let's get real is because I'm going by facts and what either I've been through or what I see that it is. Because, see, a lot of people love to use the phrase, it is what it is, but they don't like hearing what it is. When I say it is what it is, it is what it is. Ain't no need to be upset about it. That's just what it is for right now. So what got me thinking was this. The first thing that got me thinking about this was this weekend at the NFL Combine. Right? This weekend at the Combine, we have one of the best pure pocket passers that's come out in a while, as far as African American or black, how I like to say, because it is what it is. We black, right? There's a quarterback named Haskins out of Ohio State. And what this young man has done is not just do what he needed to do at Ohio State for the year that he played. He broke pretty much every, damn near every, either Ohio State record or Big Ten record at this point in a season. He threw for 50 touchdowns. I mean, he is the epitome of a pocket passer that's deadly throwing the football, accurate, meets all the specs that you want. Meets every spec that you, that you want. Now, where I get confused... is this. So if we've got Dwayne Haskins who meets all the specs about 6'3", 220 pure pocket passer not not mobile me mind you not mobile. We just found out in, in the combine. I think he ran a 5.03. So he's not a runner. 
But what he did was break so many records this year, as well as be a Heisman finalist. I'm confused with why he's being bashed for not being mobile enough. A guy that breaks the Big Ten passing touchdowns record, Big Ten passing yards in the season record, and just about every Ohio State single season or single game record there is not career but in a season because we're going off one year that he started why is the finish line getting moved because just a few years ago when you had guys like Colin Kaepernick coming out Cam Newton come out RG3 come out the quote-unquote knock on them was their athletes playing quarterback. And if you run, run you're not going to win a championship with a quote-unquote running quarterback. Right? You're not going to win with a running quarterback. You've got to learn to throw in the pocket. So there was a finish there was a finish line right there that that we we could maybe never get by. Guys like Michael Vick. Yeah, they're extraordinary runners, but you know, huh? They gotta sit back and read one, two, three. There they can't do it. They're gonna lo- eventually they're gonna lose. <coughs> now to a certain extent, I believe that is true. To a certain extent, you're going to have to run the play that's drawn. You can't go back there, Pat. If the number one ain't open, you run. No, okay, you can't do that. That's definitely understandable. But now you got a guy who's not doing that. You got a guy that can go one, two, three. Deliver the ball accurately. Throw it either deep, intermediate, short. Big arm can spin it. Now they're coming and saying, well, he might not be mobile enough. Now, ain't that a bitch? He might not be mobile enough. Now, I'm confused. I'm confused because when a guy is athletic, then he's an athlete. When a guy's not athletic, is that he's not athletic enough. But no one pertains to black guys. Nobody said anything about Eli running 492. Nobody said anything about Peyton running 4-8. Nobody said anything about Romo even coming out, running a 5.0.
Because like I said before, mobility isn't just what you run in the 40. It's how you move in the pocket. Hell, Tom Brady ran a damn 5-2 or some shit. 5-3. Now, if you've listened to me before, if you've listened to my podcast before, you've heard me talk about... Excuse me, I got a little bit of bronchitis here, but I got to get this off my chest just like getting all this, all these flims out my chest because I'm tired of this. Brady looked like a middle school quarterback running his 40. But if you've listened to my podcast before, you know when I say mobility, it's not just what you run in the 40. It's your mobility in the pocket. Can you move in the pocket? That four by four that four by four box in there, can you navigate that? You don't have to be athletic to navigate that. <clears throat> it helps. It helps. But you don't have to be mobile as far as running a 40. Quarterbacks ain't run 40 yards too much, but they're going to work that pocket. So I'm getting to the point of wondering, when did the finish line get moved again to now? He's not mobile enough. It used to be the court, if the quarterback could run, that's a bonus. That's what it used to be. If the quarterback could run, that's a bonus. Now it's, oh, well, they, they got to be able to run. They got to be able to run more. I'm just confused. It doesn't make sense. And it's going back to how you want to label guys, right? Because for some reason... Being mobile is looked at as being too different for whatever reason. I don't remember anybody ever saying when I was growing up, Steve Young was too mobile to play quarterback. And Steve Young ran a 4-4. I don't remember that at all. Now, did he have to learn how to play quarterback? Yeah, but there's a lot of slow fools that got to learn how to play quarterback too. And there's a lot of them that don't figure it out, too. So, like I said, it doesn't matter what what you run in the 40. Steve Young would be the first one to say, I didn't know how to play the quarterback position. He had to learn. He had to learn that it's an art. Every quarterback's got to learn that it's an art. But you know what helped him survive? You know what his top highlight is besides six touchdown passes in the Super Bowl? That damn run against the Vikings. That run against the Vikings. I mean, I can name the three. I can name the three right then. It's that, it's the throw to T.O., and it's the sixth in the, in the, in, in the Super Bowl. <clears throat> Nobody says Steve Young needs to run less. Nobody said he's not going to last. And quite as kept, he got knocked out for his career in the pocket. 
Aeneas Williams. So all this stuff about now we're moving the finish line back doesn't make sense at all. I honestly thought that was going to help him more in this draft, him not being that mobile. Because now they got what they want. They got a pure pocket passer that can sling it. And he's not going to look to take off running. He's not looking to take off running at all. So why is the fan getting pushed back? Okay, I'll tell you one thing. It's because labels. Back in the day, I'm just going to tell you, come, coming from where I'm from, every level I played at, high school and college, high school, what they call me, Marlon, you're an option guy. Just because I was more athletic than the quarterback ahead of me. And by the way, I could spin it better than him too. But it's because I was more of an athlete, quote unquote. And then it got switched again. That's my sophomore year. That was the reason why I didn't, I wasn't starting, right? Junior year, we switched to a wing T option offense. Same quarterback. Well, I should be starting. I'm the option guy, right? Know what I was told? Well, you know, he's our senior leader, so we're going to start him. Wait, 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 wait. So he told me I was the option guy. Now I'm an option. And now I'm, not, I'm still not the guy. What's going on? Okay, 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 okay. By the time my senior year came, he didn't have a choice. There was nobody. There was nobody left in line. If I didn't play my senior year, it might. I don't know what would have happened. Might have burnt the school down. Somebody might have burnt the school down. Cause it wouldn't have made no sense at all. So I go to college, right? What happens? Yeah, we bring you here to play. You are, quote, unquote, change of pace guy. With whatever that means, I mean, so now... It's just, you're a change of pace guy. There's all these labels, right? This is how bad it was. And I'm a guy who knows the situation, right? Because it is what it is. So the year before I play, the quarterback that was there before me that was playing quarterback, 
that's the same grade as me, won the last two games of the year. So I knew going in to the next season, I wasn't going to be starting. It's the hometown boy. He was all state. And I know where I'm at. I'm in West Virginia. I know I'm better than him, but I'll just let him pretty much outplay him or, or downplay himself out of the spot. So the next thing that happens is they bring in another guy that was at West Virginia with me who I knew I was better than. I, wa- I wasn't too worried about him. He could spin it too. But I also knew he just he wasn't immersed in football. And he wasn't really athletic either. So I go into the season number two. <coughs> because the guy from West Virginia didn't come until that next year. First game of the season, quarterback breaks his hand. Fractures a bone in his throwing hand. I come in, set it off. Next game, they leapfrog me with the third stringer because they tell me he's our passer and you're our change of pace guy. The coach flat out said that to my face. Okay, I guess I'll let this guy blow it. So the third game comes. Now, mind you, now the depth chart is that guy, me, and emergency quarterback is the quarterback who hairline fractured on his throwing hand. That quarterback, that quarterback, Gets a concussion. Now, when I say concussion, y'all, this old school concussion. That's why I told y'all nowadays, if, if kids are saying, I think I got a concussion, you don't got no concussion. Because you don't know where you're at. He was looking in the stands, looking in the stars. Let's take his helmet. Let's get the hell up out of there. What happens? I'm the only quarterback left, right? No, no, no. Let's go ahead and put in the guy with the hairline fracture on his damn throwing hand. Now, y'all might just chalk that up as, hey, man, that's just one coach. That's what, nah, man, that's how that shit works. He might not have wanted a black quarterback playing for him. Because like I said, Nobody used, nobody used Steve Young's mobile ability and said it was an issue. So I'm speaking from experience here when I know what it is, okay? When I know what it really is. Now, height, I've seen heights work both ways. 
I've seen Doug Flutie not not get you know not, not playing the NFL during his prime years. I've already seen that. So Kyle Murray maybe not going number one. I think he should go number one. But him not going number one won't surprise me. I mean he'll end up going first round. But I can see the pushback on that. I can understand that. There's some big fools in the league. But my whole thinking has always been, if you're that small, you've never been the biggest at any point. So it's not new. It's not new to have big fools chasing you. So that's why I don't get caught up in the hype. I mean, it's not like he was 6'3", and then he woke up at the combine, and he's 5'10", now he's got to adjust to being short or shorter. That 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 doesn't make sense to me. I've I've always wondered why that matters. If a guy's 5'10, 5'11, trust me, he's been he's been that hype for a while. And if he's putting up numbers where he needs to be putting up numbers at, and you see the way he plays, then what are we talking here? What are we doing here? <clears throat> so now you got a guy that's meeting the specs. 6'3, 220. Spin it. And hell, he's not even athletic. Enough as far as straight line. But it's still a problem. Now he's not mobile enough. When the hell is the finish line just going to be where it's at? When when is it just going to be the finish line? I'm just confused. Because they're really trying to find somebody else. I told y'all there's going to be some guys coming out the woodwork in this draft, that quarterback, from random schools or from lesser schools, lesser competition, that next thing you know, they all up in the mix. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's going on, but you tell me. I mean, you tell me. When... Is the finish line ever going to be the same? Because that's the one thing. Uh, it, that's the one thing black people want. We want nothing more than fairness and accountability. We don't care if the sentence is harsh as long as the sentence is harsh for everybody. We don't care if somebody doesn't get convicted for something, as long as we don't get convicted for the same thing. We don't care that a young person got killed by whoever, as long as that person is held accountable for that. It's two words.
fairness and accountability. Now, those might be the just the two hardest words in the English dictionary for anybody or for, you know, America to to give to minorities. I'm not sure. I don't see what's so hard about it. I mean, I just figure if somebody's killing kids, they should probably get life. Not probation or whatever. I'm just saying, I'm just throwing it out there. So if Haskins doesn't go top five, or at minimum six, because ever since the end of the bowl season, it's been Haskins is going to New York. And he'd be a great fit in New York. And you know why I think he'd be a great fit in New York? He'd be their first black quarterback. That's why. Starting, that is. That's why I think he'd be great. He'd be the first black franchise quarterback in New York. And matter of fact, I think he'd be in New York, period. Now that I'm thinking about it, I can't think of a Jets franchise black quarterback either. Maybe I'm losing my mind. But I can't think of one. So, I'm just wanting Haskins to go where he should go. And where he should go is where a high prolific pocket passer would go. If Drew Locke put up those numbers at Ohio State with that record in Ohio State, he would be the number one pick. Unquestioned. If Will Greer put up those numbers at Ohio State, in Ohio State, he would be number one pick unquestioned. Because he ran a five-something in the damn 40. For a pocket passer. All I got to say is enough is enough. Something's got to change. Or will it just remain the same? Or is it that it is what it is? Enough is enough. Hope I gave y'all something to think about. Because I think about it all the time. Y'all take care.